Hey, what's up? This is Mark Lopes from Metal Church and Ross the Boss Band. And you are listening, watching CMS TV. And all you people out there, keep it fucking metal. It is your classic metal show right here on the classicmetalshow.com. That is Megadeth from their Euthanasia release with uh, Addicted to Chaos, as we all are. Yes, we are. Very chaotic here on the show, especially in the first segment. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven edits I got to go back and make for <laughs> if I even decide. Truth be told, I'm probably not even going to put it on YouTube. All right. So well, just you because the, you can't. Just if you, the, the, if you want the full unedited version, go to Rumble. Go to Rumble. Go to Bitch You. Go to Odyssey. But I was thinking about it. I was in there cutting it up, and I was like, I looked at all these edits, and I was like, damn, that's a lot of edits. <laughs> and then I thought about it, and I was like, just the topic itself is going to get us another fucking content strike. Right, of course. So I'm just going to not put it up. I'll, and then I made a graphic that's so horrific <laughs> that that I don't even think I could put the graphic up. <laughs> I, I, I mean, <laughs> you know, so it, it, it's one of those um, it's one of those things that I think um, the YouTube people are just going to hear about my dumb shoulder and that's going to be it. Sure. Absolutely. Let me see if I can pull that graphic up real quick because <laughs> you'll laugh when you see this graphic that I made. Um, let's see. Am I in? I can't even tell if I'm in. Why is this not working? Fucking shit. <laughs> well, if I pull it up, I'll tell you later. All right. Anyway, go ahead. All right. Well, anyway, um, you know, just <laughs> I, I, here. here's the thing. It, mm -hmm. is, are things going to boil over where people are going to finally revolt and go, we're tired of this fucking shit. Well, I think it's coming. It's just too slow. Everybody's so afraid. Everybody's so, and rightly so. To to be to be perfectly fair to most people, most people don't have it like you and I have it, mm -hmm. where we can just say and do whatever the fuck we want. And if you don't like it, here's two middle fingers to jam up your ass. Right. Of course. You know. I mean, most people don't have that. And yeah, I agree. And we're very very fortunate to have that. And but that being said, you know, I even see. I, I've been trying to get the socials doing some business for us a little mm -hmm. bit. Okay. And so I've, I've spent a little more time on fucking stupid Twitter and, and you know, the, all these, these platforms that, you know, kind of suck, but, right. um, you know, I see people pushing back now. I see people like there, there, there's still the, the check Mark people that are, that are pushing the agendas like I, I saw one today about the um, Dylan Mulraney Bud Light bullshit, right? Sure. And there was some um, senator, somebody of somewhere, <laughs> that said something like, uh, "Like, what a bold and proud move!" Really? And I mean, it was just a sea of "You're a fucking idiot." There's nothing bold and proud about it. It's weak and pathetic. Right. And it was just like ba boom, ba boom, ba boom, ba boom, ba boom, just hammering. And I was like, good, it's about fucking time. 
way way too late for this shit i agree but you know all we can do is hope that it um hope that it resolves itself at some point here Mm -hmm. i would think don't you know i mean it's just kind of it's a scary time to think that people want to be told, well, this is all you're allowed to say. Right. You know, that's, that's the part that bugs me the most is not, it's not so much that, that, cause I'm fine. Look, guy wants to look like a chick. Go ahead. I don't give a fuck, but it bothers me that people want to try and say, well, you can't say that. Right. That's the part that bugs me. Here's yeah, this I- graphic. Present. You tell me, will will Twitter or YouTube immediately cancel this page? I think they will. Um. (laughs) I don't see it yet. You don't see it on the screen? No. Oh, there it is. Hmm. I think YouTube would be like, no, you can't say that. You can't even have that graphic. It would have been better if uh, that was uh, Rachel Mad Cow. (laughs) (laughs) I had to go with royalty free. Right. I see. I guess. (laughs) So I went with that guy. I just looked up and in Adobe Express, I looked up transgender and that's the fella that popped up. That's the fun, and there's definitely a pat thing going on there. Uh, it's a man, baby. Yeah, baby. <laughs> nice. So anyway, yeah, I think that segment is going to be left off. Sure. <laughs> Sorry, YouTube people, but you shouldn't be on YouTube anyway, you fruits. Right. Now that's going to get your ban. Now fruits is allowed. Oh, fruits is allowed? Well, because I'm talking about oranges and cherries and um, wild berries, of course. Right. Right. Or or purple grape drink. That's right. Grape drink. <laughs> they actually had that on the menu at the restaurant we were at today. It said it said purple grape drink. Was it D R A N K? It did. D R A N K. That's hilarious. I said this is shameful. Why didn't you buy it? <laughs> Cuz I was having Jack and Coke. You should have bought it and given it a run. <laughs> you don't know what you're missing, man. Mm. It, it certainly wasn't the codeine cough syrup shit. No, of course not, but I'm sure it's just fucking purple flavoring in some beer or something. Yeah, and what was it was some uh, grape flavoring and like vodka or something. It was like vodka and Kool-Aid. All right. <laughs> right. Like a vodka crayon just with, with Kool-Aid in it. Exactly. It's ripple. <laughs> Shampipple. Shampipple, baby. <laughs> well, since we were talking about that stuff. Yes. Um Apparently, the the, uh, the 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 wokiest of the woke people that we used to admire and who used to rail against shit like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and what's funny is that uh, this is actually in the headline. Okay. Shock jock Howard Stern. Oh, please. What's since shocking when, about that fruit? Since when? Since when has Howard been a shock jock? Well, he used to be. Back yeah, in know, the 80s. Saying, <laughs> since when has he been? I'm just surprised he's in the news. Yeah. He's dumbfounded. Oh, is he? By Kid Rock's reaction to trans star. Oh, shut up. Dylan Mulvaney's Bud Light campaign. Shut up. Why do you care about this so much? Yeah. Because he's got to make it. He's got to do anything he can to get attention right now. Of course. Of course. 
Howard Stern has said he's dumbfounded by Kid Rock's protest against Bud Light after trans influencer. And are you tired of the influencer thing these days now? I'm yet to be influenced. I know, but what I'm saying is people who go, hey, I like this. Oh, I'm going to buy that too. Oh, well, you influenced me. You're an influencer. (laughs) Just this self-proclaimed rise to stardom because you started a YouTube channel and go, hey, guys, I enjoyed, uh, you know, know, sticking a dildo in my ass. You got to try it. Hey, I bought one too. It's pretty good stuff. Cool. It fit. Yeah, great. Thanks for the advice. Right. Thank you, influencer. Yeah, thanks. But, um. He said that uh, he's dumbfounded by Kid Rock's protest against Bud Light's uh, after the trans influencer Dylan Mulvaney was unveiled as its latest brand ambassador. Oh, brand ambassador. Good. <laughs> ambassador. Mm-hmm. Shortly after Mulvaney's announcement, a mega hat wearing Kid Rock, you know, those mega people. Well, you got to make sure that she's somehow wrap the trumpster in there right of course uh 52 kid rocks only 52 yeah huh okay posted a video shooting up packs of bud light the rocker has been joined by country stars travis tritt and john rich and boycotting the beer i thought there must be a piece of the story that i'm missing stern who 69 said on monday's edition of his long running show I'm not bothered by gay people or transsexual people because he's so, he's so with it. So, 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 so hip. So cool. Yeah. So well, he also doesn't drink beer. So who gives a shit what he thinks? <laughs> they don't impact my life. They don't hurt my life. I love when people are in love. Oh my goodness. Shut up. <laughs> you want to be a woman, be a woman. You want to be a dude, be a dude. Be whatever the fuck you want. As long as you ain't hurting nobody. I'm on your team, Stern added. God, I wish 1994 Stern would just come back and beat this motherfucker to death. (laughs) Mulvaney, who is known for her popular series on TikTok, Hmm. documenting her gender transition, first posted a sponsored Instagram reel on Saturday, uh, coinciding with the final days of the NCAA's March Madness tournament. So uh, when, when uh, the, you know, the archaeologists dig up your bone, their bones, there, Dylan Mulvaney, will they go, yeah, these look like the bones of uh, a, a woman. I wonder what this one identified as. Mm-hmm, sure. I'm sure. They won't think that. Nope. Uh, <laughs> In the video, Mulvaney cracks open a regular can of Bud Light. What's a regular can? Like a 12-ounce can, I guess. A regular can. Okay. Chats about March Madness, prompts a contest, and says that the brand had also sent her a special can with her face on it. Oh, good. To celebrate the the year anniversary of documenting her transition. Oh, how pleasant. (laughs) The the serious XM host went on to say that he wishes he could invite Rock on his show and ask him why he was so upset and hurt by the camera. So why don't you do it there, Big Mouth? Like, why, why do you say you wish you could invite Kid Rock's been on your show before. Why don't you fucking reach out, dickhead? Yeah, it's like, I don't understand. You act like 
you can't invite him. On and your Kid show? Rock will show up. I, I'm sure he will. I wish I could. Well, well you can. Well, yeah, but then he'd be betraying the gays. I guess. Or the trans community or whatever. Yeah, I, I don't even want to play that game. <laughs> Kid Rock. I know him. He's got a great life. He transitioned from some kid in Michigan to a rock superstar. I'm really dumbfounded by someone would care so much that they would blow up a can of Bud Light and say, fuck Anheuser-Busch. I don't get it. Stern went on. Like how he tried to wedge in the, well, he transitioned to fucking nonsense. What a right. dick. I know. Stern but, is a douche. <laughs> the host also pointed out that rock is flamboyant in his own way. Off right. appearing on stage in a feather boa, maybe a mink coat. Yeah, he does. Yeah, I know. So did Joe Namath. Yeah. I feel Kid Rock, his songs are all about living life the way you want. I'm doing my thing, man. Fuck you if you're not with me. Look at fucking Phil Ooze. <laughs> Stern swings both ways, men and boys. Now, right. we don't have any confirmation at all of that, Phil. Right. Not saying it's not true, just we don't have confirmation. That's sure. an allegedly there. Right. Then Stern began to speak about another country star who said he was boycotting Bud Light, Travis Tritt. The singer announced last week that he will be removing the beer from his rider. Again, Stern said that he would like to have Tritt on his show to explain why he is so upset over Mulvaney's face adorning a Bud Light can. Gee, I wonder if that's what they're upset about. <laughs> I wonder if that's it. Not, not fucking Bud Light telling their fans either suck it up or die. Right. You know, or go away, basically, is what isn't that what they said? Well, not it's, only that, but but it's just forcing this down to your down your throat yeah. to acceptance. Something that has nothing to do with drinking beer. Well, of course. Well, maybe fucking that thing. Yeah. Might, but the thing is, is when they started pe putting people on uh, you know, products like cereal boxes and stuff, mm -hmm. they, they were Olympic champions or, or great sports stars because yeah. they achieved something, uh, you know, beyond normal and, and achieving getting surgery isn't exactly heroic. Well, it is achieving something beyond normal. <laughs> you said it. I'll just agree. I'd say that I you did. said it. I will agree. It right. is right. Uh, rock has made many appearances on Stern show over the years. During one memorable exchange, Rock spoke about his pride in not living in Los Angeles, but rather spread himself across the country. There's nothing fucking better than a plane. There's another, these motherfuckers that live in LA, I feel bad for these motherfucking musicians who I think have money. You ain't got shit, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but his big, beautiful plane, a double wide effing Nashville, a, a beautiful home in Michigan. I hunt in Alabama. I stay in Florida when it's fucking cold in Michigan. I've got a lot of problems. Money and pussy ain't one of them, the American <laughs> badass singer said. <laughs> See, he's just a he's just a um old fashioned, you know, not up with the times. Right. <laughs> you know, I, I've never been, I've never personally been a big, uh, kid rock fan and, mm -hmm. but, but I do like some of his stuff. You know, I, I, you know, early on, I just wasn't into the whole rappy kid rock thing, but when he started doing more of the kind of the, the rock stuff, right. And I was just like, yeah, I kind of dig this, you know, I like this stuff. Yeah, you know? I love it. I, you know, I'm a huge fan yeah, of course, but, but here, here's the thing that I really do like mm -hmm. kid rock. 
is that he was business savvy enough to insulate himself from being canceled. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and I, that, that interview he did, I can't remember. It was one of those evening shows. I guess it was with like Tucker Carlson or something a few months back. He goes, I'm, I'm uncancelable. And he's right. But the thing is, is he consolidated all of his business affairs under his own umbrella. And Mm -hmm. it's like, can't touch me. Yeah. He's like, go ahead, bring it. I don't give a shit. My fans will still buy whatever I do. Right. I'm one of them. And he made a lot of money. Look, you know me, I don't have to buy any music and I didn't buy the new album, although I do like it, uh, Bad Reputation, but I bought the hat that, that, um, no snowflakes hat that that he put out. I bought the hat. I spent $28 or whatever into the Kid Rock Fund. Yeah. I'm happy to support him. You know, dude, give me a little, um, FOAD, F-O-A-D from Kid Rock. Okay. It's a nice little, um, little heartfelt, um, relationship song. Okay. It's a good one. All right. Kid Rock. It's one you might dig. Boad, a bonus track. Yes. All right. Shh. It's a bonus track. Give me a little of that. All right. Here we go. That you've been talking about me Walking around Without a tear in your eye Eyes, eyes You're airing out my dirty laundry While trying to suck my whalebone dry Dry, dry You ain't nothing but complicated It's a relationship song Everything you preach is lie. Everything I try, you hate it. So, baby, why don't you just fuck off and die? <laughs> See, there you go. Relationship tune. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, too funny. It's good, right? It's good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, dude, he's not. I mean, he's not metal. He's definitely rock guy, not like soft rock guy. Now he's a little more like Brian Adams than anything yeah, else. He's, he's sort of pl- kind of classic rock. Yeah, yeah, very. Like I said, Brian Adams comes to mind to me with a lot of his tunes, but sure. um, you know, he it's just good, kind of chill listening, really. With a beer, apparently not a Bud Light, but a beer of some sort, and just right. kind of hang out and listen to some tunes. Uh, getting back to uh, Stern's interaction, uh, that was the same interview in which Rock dis- decided to announce that he wasn't running for the U.S. Senate. Fuck no, I'm not running for Senate. Are you kidding me? The Trump-supporting Rocker told Stern that Trump-supporting... <laughs> I always got to, tw- you know... yeah. You know, some somehow being uh, a you know a Trump supporter is is poison. Mm-hmm. You know, it's poison. Right. The singer described his flirtation with election politics as the worst advice I'd ever give myself, but it's been the most creative thing I've ever done, and I've gotten to see everyone's true colors. A section of Sturm's website refers to Rock as the ultimate rock star. There you earlier, go. earlier this year, Rock's former wife. 
Pamela Anderson said in an appearance on Stern show that she knew right away when the couple got married that they were not meant to be together. They were married for a year between 2006 and 2007. In 2007, Rock told Stern that the media story that the pair split over her cameo in the movie Borat, in which she's accosted by the uh, character in the faux documentary, was false. He said that they parted ways due to a variety of reasons, including financial and family issues. Rock was... she, She swears by that, though. She... She said it again in um and it's on Netflix called I think it's called Dear Pamela. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She said it again on that 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 she knew right away and that it was that it was definitely you know in large part because of the Borat movie. Sure. Rock was also one of the performers at Stern's birthday party in 2000, appearing on stage alongside his late co co frontman Joe C. Uh, in in uh, response to the Mulvaney firestorm, Anheuser Busch has defended working with the influencer, and is also standing by its marketing team. <laughs> oh, the influencer! <laughs> the influencer. Anheuser Busch works with hundreds of influencers across our brands as one of the many ways to authentically connect with audiences across various demographics. The brand said. From time to time, we produce unique uh, commemorative cans for fans and for brand influencers like Dylan Mulvaney. This commemorative can was a gift to celebrate a personal milestone and is not for sale to the general public. A press release continued. It's too bad. I was going to buy one. Yeah, I know. I knew you were lining up hoping you get your hands on one of those cans. It really was. (laughs) Amid the backlash, a satirical website published and posted claiming that Anheuser-Busch, the maker of Bud Light, had fired its entire marketing team responsible for the moves. Some social media users shared the information as as if it were a genuine posting screenshots of the headline. Anheuser-Busch confirmed in a statement to the Associated Press on Thursday that it had not fired its marketing team in response. Well, thank God for that. There is no truth to that statement, the company said, also emphasizing that the one-off can it sent to Mulvaney with her face on it is not available for wider release. Why do you keep putting the emphasis on the her? Are you doubting? (laughs) Do you doubt that that's a her? (laughs) She said she was. Right. I read her pronouns. Sure. (laughs) In the 1990s, Travis Tritt's tours were sponsored by Budweiser. Tritt addressed on Twitter last week. This was when Anheuser-Busch was American-owned, a great American company that later sold out to the Europeans and became unrecognizable to the American consumer. Such a shame. Hmm. He appeared to be referring to the Belgian company InBev and American Anheuser-Busch agreeing to combine in 2008 with Budweiser as their flagship brand. He then took aim at RuPaul's drag race and Jack Daniels posting a picture on the social media saying all the Jack Daniels drinkers should take note. (laughs) PR explained uh, experts previously told Daily Mail that the uh, decision to change their marketing so drastically was like setting their loyal fan base on fire. Gareth Boyd, marketing and PR director for Forte Analytica, says that while he can understand where the decision came from, it's not the right way to go about it. Speaking to the Daily Mail, he said, I really cannot understand their approach for this because their core audience just cannot relate. Cutting your core audience in hope 
that you could draw a completely new audience in who haven't been exposed before it doesn't make any sense. Meanwhile, Bud Light's vice president of marketing, Alyssa Heinerschatz, whatever her name is, defended working with Mulvaney in an interview with podcast Make Yourself at Home, saying that the brand was at risk of becoming out of touch due to its fratty reputation. Gee, uh, uh, wait a minute. A beer company is going out of touch for being a frat, fratty reputation? Uh, uh, favorite with the frat boys, yeah, I guess. What a dumb statement that is. Mm-hmm. Jeez, oh man, are you kidding? I'm a businesswoman. I had a really clear job to do what when I took over the Bud Light, and it was this brand is in decline. It's been in decline for a really long time. And if we do not attract young drinkers to come and drink this brand, there will be no future, she said. So the so like one percent of uh the 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 um populace that's gonna make a big swing in your profits, is that the deal? You know, this all goes back to, and I'm going to speak on this as I'm going to put my business owner hat on for a minute. Why in the fuck would you take any stance about anything? Yeah, I agree. Publicly. Stay out of it. Stay Stay the fuck out of it. You know, I mean, I own my little pinball place and I'll tell you what, I don't care what you stick in your ass and your mouth. You're welcome at pinball PA. You are absolutely welcome. If you're a guy sucking a guy's dick outside of pinball PA, welcome, my friend. Bring your fucking chlorine smelling breath and fucking come on in. If you're a chick eating out a chick, come on in. If you're a dude in a dress, a guy in a clown suit, a fucking Siamese twin, come the fuck on in. I'll take your money. Why is that not the only thing that these businesses give a shit about? That should be the only thing they should take their about. money. Yeah. God. Um, although uh, Hershider said that Bud Light brand is on the wane, it remains the flagship beer of the parent company Anheuser-Busch in Bev. The Belgian multinational, the world's largest brewer, saw its profits rise above expectations to more than 7% in the last quarter of 2023. It reported last month its core profit earnings before interest, tax, depreciation, and amortization was $4.95 billion. Uh, Heinsteider previously worked as a marketing guru at AB InBev before moving to take the helm at Bud Light's vice president in July of last year, her LinkedIn profile proudly states that she is the first female to lead the largest beer brand in the industry. Thank God for that. <laughs> Amid the backlash, a satirical website published a post claiming that Anheuser-Busch, the maker of Bud Light, had fired its entire marketing team responsible for the move. Some social media users, they already said that. Uh, Anheuser-Busch confirmed that this is not true and yada, yada, yada. And that's where it is. Mm, well, hey, bravo to them. They're so brave. They're so bold. So bold. So brave. I'm I'm proud of them. <laughs> it really is quite the statement to, yes. you know, put, put this thing on your, your ambassadorship or whatever. Yeah, your ambassador. Yeah. Me personally, somebody has Bud Light at a party and that's what they have. I'm drinking it. Sure. Give two fucks. I don't give two fucks about Dylan Mulraney or Bud Light. It's just fucking beer. Yeah. I can't imagine saying, well, I'm not going to ever drink this again because I don't like this. Shut up. 
there's enough fruits out there that fucking are putting tires on cars too. Right. And I sure ain't taking them off. I'm sure still keeping good years. And I guarantee you they got a lot of dress wearing fruities fucking <laughs> putting tires on their cars too. So dress wearing fruities. Yeah. You dress wearing fruity. That's right. You don't think there are? I, you know, the thing is, here's the thing. And, and I, I think you and I are in full agreement with this. Mm-hmm. And I think you kind of just said it a few minutes ago, go do whatever you want to do, but, yeah. but, but you don't have to be a billboard for it, mm-hmm. you know, or, or somebody or a major corporation doesn't have to go out there and go, yeah, we're down with that. Yeah. You know, we support this. It's like, why, why do you care? And on the other side of it, stop thinking that I got to say it's a good thing because I don't. I'll tolerate it. There's a difference between tolerance and, and uh, liking. Right. I'll tolerate anybody. I give a fuck what they do. Really, as long as it ain't to my asshole, I don't care. Right. You know, but I'll tolerate whatever the fuck you want to do. But don't try to tell me that I'm wrong if I say I don't like it. Because fuck you. Who are you to tell me what to like or not to like? I agree. You know, it's so fucking dumb. Well, another, another major player in the uh, product, uh, you know, business mm-hmm. has also jumped on board here to comment on this whole thing. Bigger than Howard Stern? <laughs> uh, the Nike Corporation. Oh, they're in this now, huh? Yeah. Nike doubled down on using a transgender influencer oh, good for to, them. Promote, to promote its female clothes telling customers calling for a boycott to be kind and inclusive. Oh, thank God. <laughs> the firm's the firm's tone deaf response came amid woman's concerns over Dylan Mulvaney, who identifies as a female but not uh but has not had reassignment surgery. Mm. Mulvaney who uses the pronouns she or they was seen in uh, paid social media content during uh, dancing in a Nike sports bra and leggings. So brave. <laughs> it sparked furious calls for a boycott with Olympic swimmer Sharon Davies leading calls and customers indulging the company with complaints or de- deluging uh the company with complaints said today, Nike issued its first response online, declaring it would delete comments. It did not judge to be in the spirit of diversity and inclusion. Well, if you're going to delete my comment, then I better keep my P's and Q's in order. You're right. It insisted you are an essential component to the success of this community. We welcome comments that contribute to a positive and constructive discussion. Do you be kind, be inclusive, encourage yeah. each other, hate speech. So you can say whatever you want, as long as it's what we agree with. Right. Exactly. Bullying or yeah. other behaviors that are not in the spirit of diverse and inclusion mm-hmm. will be deleted. Well, gee whiz. Yeah. If it doesn't align with our thoughts, it doesn't belong here. That's right. Uh, it's not the first time that Nike has partnered with a trans star, a trans star and make in their marketing in 2021, they launched the play new campaign with 
Mara or Mara Gomez, who plays in Argentina's Professional Football League. The controversy could impact sales, which had received a huge boost in recent months from stars like Lioness Chloe Kelly. Ah, Chloe Kelly. Whoever. Uh, being seen wearing their product. She famously whipped off her shirt to celebrate scoring in England's World Cup win, revealing her sports bra with a famous black TikTok logo. Oh, wow. Easy. <laughs> Take it easy with all that. Miss Davies, who won silver for Team GB in the 400-meter individual medley at the 1980 Moscow Olympics, said that the move was a step back after several sports bodies moved to give biological women their own protected category in competitions. It's so frustrating. We take two steps forward in the world athletics and the swim England protecting women's sports. And then Nike does this. She told Dan Wooten tonight on GB news, whatever that is. The ad feels like a parody of what women are. In the past, it was always seen as an insult to say, runs like a girl, and here we've got someone behaving in a way that's very unsporty and very unathletic, <laughs> and it's so frustrating when only 1% of the U.S. sponsorship dollars goes to female sports. Well, that's because less than 1% of the viewing goes to female sports. Exactly. The night... What do people watch in female sports? Nothing that I watch. I mean, they keep trying to wedge this WNBA down people's throats. I would be, you know, how long has the WNBA been a thing? It's been 30 years. At least I was going to say that at least 30 years. And in 30 years, it's been 30 years. Well, and let's, let's, still, let's back and up. Still, and still nobody gives a fuck. Well, let's back it up a minute. All right. I know for a fact that you hate the NBA. I don't hate it. I'm just not a fan. You're not a fan. Just not a fan. I'm not a basketball fan. Off the top of your head, name three teams. Well, you you got the Pacers, Indiana okay. Pacers. You got the the Chicago Bulls. Mm-hmm. You got the Lakers. There you go. You know. Okay, that's three. Mm-hmm. Now name three players. Oh, of any NBA. era, any oh, era. Uh, well, it doesn't have to be today. Obviously, Michael Jordan is the big one. Sure. A King James from Cleveland, you know, James Le- LeBron James. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Scotty Pippen, who I did work with. Your buddy, Scotty, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, name three NB- WNBA teams. Can't name a one. <laughs> I can name, I think they have something, uh, the, the charge or something, maybe. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know any of their names. And I don't know. I The only one that I know as a player is the one that went that got fucking booted out into the Russian gulag. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gr- Grinder or whatever yeah, the, her name the, was. The weed, the weed queen. Yeah, the pothead. Yeah. Grinder. You know, it's like pff, nobody knows this sport. Nobody's watching it. Yeah. And, and no. the only reason it still exists is because the NBA has to kick money over to them to keep them afloat. Yeah. Because nobody supports it. And no one gives a shit about it. I mean, honestly, no. does anybody give a shit about any female professional sport? The uh, only time they ever have. is like tennis. Tennis. Yeah. And the only times, I, I mean, admittedly, Serena and uh, Venus Williams are fucking astounding players. Right. So for them, I, I will give that they're, they're so good that they transcend the mm-hmm. general interest. But the only time tennis even really had any 
popularity was when they had hot chicks playing. Right. When they had, what's her name? Pornikova? Her and Steffi Graf. Yeah, Steffi Graf. And um, the one that just looked like she could suck a dick for days. Um, <laughs> Jennifer Capriati. Right. Jennifer Capriati just looked like she was a goddamn Hoover. Yeah. But um, don't, her. Don't, don't forget that ultimate hottie, Billie Jean King. Ooh. <laughs> and her mother, Janet Reno. Jesus Christ. Yikes. That's two ugly women there. <laughs> But that's the point is, is I, I mean, dude, when has women's golf meant anything? I didn't even know women played golf. Well, they had, I, I remember that Nancy, Nancy something that was like famous. Yeah. She was like famous. I can't even know. I don't even know her name, but she was only famous. Cause she was, she was married to like the third baseman for the reds. Okay. That Ray Knight guy. Right. So I guess maybe she was Nancy Knight. I don't remember I even don't what know. her name was. Couldn't even tell you. I, I do not remember her name. Oh, pfft. I guess I'm even wrong here. Jesus Christ. <laughs> She's in rice. Can charges the Cavs minor league team. All right. <laughs> I don't even know that. <laughs> yeah. So, I, you know, no one cares about women's sports. Sorry. Dude, Nancy Lopez. Thanks. Jolly Jake. Jolly Jake hit it. Nancy Lopez, who was married to. I believe Ray Knight from the okay. Reds, but that's the only reason she was famous. Not because she was like some astounding golfer. Right. She was associated with another, another, you know, sports star. Yeah. Now, if you get some golf chick that is like shooting a 43 for 18 or something, okay, there will be interest in that, but there's never going to be interest in a league of that shit. It's just not going to be. I, how could it be? How could it happen? Guys are never going to watch that shit ever. Can you imagine, can you imagine dating somebody saying, you know what, honey, I think tonight we're going to go out to the WNBA. <laughs> I want to go watch a bunch of five foot three women fucking play basketball. Right. right. That's what I want to do. Yeah. Well, you know, speaking of that, mm -hmm. uh, you know, you know what an O and a fan I am and listening to the archive shows. Never knew you even heard of it. Uh, so somebody, somebody compiled the whole Don Imus uh, saga. Okay. And it was like 10 hours worth of listening. Right. And you know, I, this, this happened what, like 13 years ago, 15 mm -hmm. years ago. And you know, just the, just the blowback that, that he got for just uttering the words nappy headed hose yeah nappy headed hose three words kicked off everything it created a firestorm he had to go through this whole apology thing he was meeting with all these black leaders he got suspended yeah. from his show for two weeks he got counseling know, <laughs> oh yeah i mean just fucking unreal yeah and he just made a comment about a, a woman's uh, college basketball team. Mm -hmm. And he said, what a bunch of nappy headed hoes or some shit like yeah. that. And you know, the, the, the thing it boiled down to in how it relates to us, obviously is, is the freedom of speech just to be able to say something. And mm -hmm. this, I look back and I think about, you know, where we are today with the YouTube thing and, you know, where, where everybody is with outrage and everything that, that was like one of the key moments that kicked this whole thing off. Oh, it certainly did. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a, it's crazy. 
It's crazy. It's crazy where we are now. Mm-hmm. It's just absolutely crazy and ridiculous where we, where we've allowed it to get to. And, and I, and I blame us too, you know, enough with the fucking YouTube, you know, again, YouTube blocks it. There's other avenues. People are too lazy to go and use the other avenues. Right. Right. So you blame us, not YouTube. Yeah. So, so the thing is, is that, uh, you know, following the, the, the latest saga too, between, uh, you know, Anthony Cumia and Bill Burr, mm-hmm. you know, again, with the Bill Burr acting like he's holier than thou and he never dabbled in any of the, the, you know, the down and dirty humor. Right. Cause mm-hmm. he did. Oh yeah. He, he was, he's just as guilty as everybody who, who was in that era. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was a, he was a consistent guest on the ONA show. Yeah. And, and, you know, made all kinds of jokes and stuff. But when he started getting popular and started making money and, and, you know, doing, you know, F is for family and doing the Disney shit and, you know, obviously getting his uh, Netflix specials and, you know, all this, it, it's as if that life never existed. Like, oh, I never participated in that. Yeah. And it's amazing that he's gotten away. Like, it, it hasn't popped up. Yeah. Well, I guess it's not amazing because he because he rides on that side of the fucking aisle. Yeah, and, and the whole forgive thing. him. Well, and the and the whole thing with uh he's married to a black woman too. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh well that's just you know Yeah, but he still gets he only gets a the same with Stern. Stern did fucking boobalaba Mooma Day yeah, or whatever that yeah, shit he did, was. He, he did blackface. He he went yeah. on the Howard Stern show on, on E and on his T V shows and stuff. He he did full blackface and and uh you know afro wigs and all kinds of yeah not a big deal nope because he because he gave in to the man he he he's uh he's shown his apology I guess I guess you know it's it, it's astounding that he can keep keep right on going although nobody's listening anymore I I wonder if do you do left left leaning people listen to him I have no idea. I mean, I, you know, again, you and I both haven't had, well, until recently, we, we haven't had a subscription to satellite yeah. radio in, you know, a decade or more. Yeah. Well, I don't even have Howard on, on my subscription. Yeah. That was, that was like, you had to pay extra for that. I was like, <laughs> no, please. Absolutely not doing that. Yeah. But, uh, if, if any of you listening, uh, have any interest in the whole freedom of speech, uh, um, issue that that we're dealing with today mm-hmm. uh, look up the ona um the don imus the don don imus uh segment there's like yeah a, it's like a 10 hour uh you know somebody compiled 10 hours worth of their discussing this over a matter of weeks mm-hmm. and just just how ridiculous it was about the uh and and what they did and and you know listening back was they were playing all these rap songs right? that had all the same words in it. And it's just like, so you guys are going to go out and protest, uh, you know, little John and two chains and, you know, the, <laughs> right. that rapper for uh, using those exact same words. Yeah. And of course they're not. No, of course not. He goes, I'm glad to see these guys are going to be unemployed soon. I hope you're out there boycotting that they get their, you know, job taken away from them. Right. You know, yeah, because that's going to happen. Well, that's that's the point. It's just the hypocrisy of it all. Mm-hmm. You know? It's all ridiculous. You know, and then and then you know the the point that they made with uh, stupid Whoopi and stupid Steve Harvey. 
is that, uh, you know, Steve Harvey at that time had come out and said, well, you know, black people can say this, that, and the other amongst themselves, but uh, that's off limits to, you know, white people. Yeah. Why? Because, because it's a different standard, you know? Yeah. So, so apparently uh, words can be segregated to skin color. Mm-hmm. Sure they can. So I, it's a good segment. I, I really enjoyed listening to that. <laughs> It's like, holy shit, this was fucking ridiculous because he said nappy-headed hoes. Yeah, and that was, t- what, 20 years ago? Well, it was like 15 years ago at least. Yeah, and and, and here we still are. I know. It's just, just for three words. Mm-hmm. Three fucking words. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just, uh, it was just crazy crazy time then and and then i go then i then i'm just thinking back holy shit look where we are now mm-hmm. the, way cancel, worse off. the whole cancel culture thing really kicked in the high gear yeah for for and for what for nothing that's yeah. the part that bugs me is that it's for nothing right it's for stuff that most you know most people don't care but i i don't have you really ever talked to anybody that was truly, and I no. don't mean truly offended by something they heard. Nothing. Nothing. You know, I mean, it's like, and if you are, you are, that's fine. But again, I always go back to the point of at what point did I have to fucking make you be pleased? At what point did I have to say stuff that made you comfortable? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't have to make you comfortable. I don't even want you to be comfortable. I've said this a zillion times here on the show. I don't want people to be comfortable around me. I want people to to have just that little bit of edge, not knowing if I'm going to snap their neck or shake their fucking hand. (laughs) I want that little bit of edge because it gives people that second thought before they start fucking with me. Right. Of course. You know, and, and, and I think people should have that. I think we're, we're trying to dumb down into a fucking society where everything is safe and it's like, fuck you. Right. I don't want to be safe. Yep, I agree. Uh, anyway, getting back to the the story here, um, this uh, Davies, uh, she she continues with her advocating a boycott. She said, "We can protest if that's what's left for us at the moment. No one seems to be listening. The only way we can make these companies and governments sit up and listen is a boycott with our wallet." Well, we've always said that. Mm-hmm. Stop supporting them. Yeah. Don't buy the product anymore. You know, the the thing, though, I think, and this is just me personally, people need to stop talking about it, too. Yeah, I agree. Even if even if you're talking against it, you're still giving it fuel. I agree. So stop. Just just don't buy it. Just don't buy their product. If, if yep. that's how you feel. I agree. That's the only thing that they listen to is money. Miss mm-hmm. Davies argued it was not possible for a biological male to effectively effectively promote products such as bras which have to work for women's bodies she replied dylan is advertising sports bras when there's nothing to put in the sports bra (laughs) when actually it's really important women get proper support when they do sport it's just it just doesn't make sense for a long time nike sponsored allison felix one of the world's most incredible track athletes then when allison got pregnant they reduced her sponsorship by 70 percent when she had something happened to her that happens only to women. Women are being treated with total disdain at the moment, particularly in the world of sport where psychology makes so much difference. 
when when mum's netter user wrote what are they trying to to communicate to me here their target audience that their new sports bras are too wide in the back and have no extra space and good support for my breast i i would have thought a fair bit of bio biological reality goes into designing sports bras clothing for men and women to ensure maximum comfort and optimum performance i feel like it's i'm being mocked is that what nike thinks that women are <laughs> this person needs to stop being such a homophobe <laughs> UB40 singer Matt Hoy shared one of the videos of Mulvaney on Twitter writing, respect real women, stop mocking real women. Oh, good. Social media star. See, the social media, I wish it would just go away. And transgender rights activist Miss Mulvaney, who lives in Los Angeles, has a large online profile after working as a comedian, a Broadway actor, appearing in a hit show, The Book of Mormon. Okay. I don't even know what that is. Book of Mormon's a huge play. Okay. It is a huge play. All right. I, I'm not aware of it. Uh, last October, the influencer uh, interviewed President Joe Biden on Democrats' commitment to protect the rights of trans people. Well, what it, what what rights that trans people don't have that everybody else has? Neely, they need to be protected at all times. What, what do you mean? Their rights. Their rights for what? To, um call themselves women and take dick in the ass. Well, you have the right to do that. Go right ahead. But we need president Biden protecting it. <laughs> okay. We need the president out there saying, let people that were born with penises, take penises in their ass. Okay. Let it happen. All right. But it does happen. Yeah. But we need the president to endorse yeah, it. But there's no, there's no prosecution for that. Is there? No, but it's not protected. Hmm. And the entertainer has gained a massive following on TikTok. Oh, good. While documenting the transition into girlhood with the video series attracting 1 billion views. Now, are they, are the, are the viewers watching this because, uh, because they're down with it or are they watching it because they got, look at this freak show. I'm, I'm thinking the latter. Yeah, I'm thinking this as well. Uh, in it, Mulvaney has dressed up as a doll and discussed thoughts on finding love, having a family, and being a mother. <laughs> oh, good. Haven't been a mother. <laughs> in January this year, Mulvaney recorded grueling facial feminization surgery, which saw facial bones sliced off and sanded down to give her a more soft, up womanly appearance. Great. And in March 2021, Mulvaney, she announced to her followers that she was a girl, although has not yet had gender reassignment surgery. Well, I hope it works out. <laughs> After the internet stars, 365th day of living authentically, U.S. Vice President Camel Face Harris wrote an anniversary letter to congratulate the milestone. Wow. Thank God. Jesus. In the latest Nike uh, post on Instagram, Miss Mulvaney appeared wearing a, a pair of black leggings and a white sports bra to strike yoga poses in a sunny backyard. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the video then showed the star dancing around in a yard, barefoot doing workouts while being, while an upbeat song played. All right. Fantastic. 
Some people on social media expressed their anger at Nike's decision to partner with Miss Mulvaney. One wrote, I used to really enjoy Nike as a brand, but I will never wear another shoe from them after they featured Dylan Mulvaney as their new ambassador for women's clothing. And I'm sure that comment changed their view. Shut up with the comments. Just don't buy the shoes. Right. Meanwhile, Caitlyn Jenner accused the brand of erasing women, but other praised their advert writing. Uh, how could someone be this majestic and gorgeous? Is that, your, is that your mic doing that? It's not me. I'm not right. touching my mic at all. All right. And then it is unclear how much Miss Mulvaney was paid for the post. Um, but some social media insider suggest it could be roughly uh, $50,000 per post. Okay. Miss Mulvaney was previously criticized for carrying around Tampax after the company sent out a PR package. Mulvaney responded by saying it's just someone carrying one in a case anybody needs it just in case anybody needs it thank god for that right so there you are all right isn't that the greatest is my mic i don't know what's going on here all right anyway all right good for good for dylan mulvaney Ugh. Play a song because I got to piss like no one's business. All right, <laughs> all right. You got a song you want to play in, in uh, you know, in support of diversity and inclusion? Um, 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 um pff, no. Um, how about uh, Three Inches of Blood? Look out. Okay. From Long Live Heavy Metal. Three inches of blood. All right. And you say it's called Look Out. Yep. And what's it from? Uh, Long Live Heavy Metal. Okay. All right. Uh, All right. So we're going to play a couple of songs and we'll be back. So here it is. It's Three Inches of Blood with uh, Lookout exclusively here. On your classic metal show. (laughs) 